0: Hi, you are listening to Postgrad Space with me, Valerie Otiambo and I know it has really been a minute since we did this, and I'm just happy to be here and share some good stuff with you guys. You know how someone just cuts you off or cuts all communication without any form of explanation I know you've heard of the word but sometimes it's really hard to put the word in especially when you think you mean something but again you don't know if you meant something to this person oh yeah the word is called ghosting and in one way or another I know most of us have experienced ghosting whether in friendships or relationships Or even in your family circle. And on this week's episode, I am speaking to Chris Hart, who shares his views and ways to manoeuvre this big giant called ghosting. Have a listen. Why do you think even ghosting exists in the first place?
1: Right. Um, I mean, first of all, it's always existed. Uh, Ghosting has always been there. Um, Everybody thinks of it as something that happens online because that's had a lot of publicity recently. But the truth is people have been doing it from the year dot. And it is associated with certain personality types. But yes, it's a a common problem. Uh, Lots of people suffer from it. It happens to lots of people. It's very unpleasant. Um, I hate to sound judgmental, but I think people who ghost are not nice people. it's not not clever and somebody who thinks it's okay to ghost needs to ask themselves some serious questions Um, I know
0: you've mentioned something on personalities, do you want to get into it a bit?
1: Well, some people have what's called an avoidant personality type (laughs) they're actually not that comfortable forming relationships at all and those people have a tendency to ghost a lot just as they find it difficult to enter a relationship they find it easy to walk away in fact they are a bit weird about relationships generally so That's one group. There's another group who ghost a lot. They are the people who think that relationships can be perfect, that there's some sort of soulmate out there that you are fated to meet. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if you've met somebody and it's not all roses and sweetness and light, then it's perfectly okay just to walk away. Another group that ghost a lot are people who struggle with any form of conflict management, assertiveness they're the sort of people who can't say no to their mothers and they also you know what i mean they can't yeah. go and say to somebody i need to end this relationship you see what i mean so those are the people who tend to do it and i think you can see i'm, I'm perhaps <laughs> i'm obviously revealing my prejudices here i don't really <laughs> know <laughs> I think i'm trying to say is i think people should see a willingness to ghost as an indication that they've got some work to do on themselves and they and all these things are fixable you see what i mean so
0: i am thinking that um both of you have decided to get into a relationship and you are full-on into That relationship, and it might not take one or two months, and somebody just decides he or she doesn't want to get back to your texts.
1: You call and they do not pick your call. What do you do with such mixed signals? Oh, I don't think there's anything mixed about that. I mean, if somebody does that, they're definitely out. I think um, seeing it now from the point of view of the person who's been dumped, Mm -hmm. the difficulty is that. Ghosting is ambiguous. You know, you start off thinking something's happened to them. You think they've had a car accident or you get very concerned. And then you go through the grieving process and get stuck in denial. You know what I mean? You start convincing yourself that it's all going to start up again, maybe. And, and then you start blaming yourself. You start saying things like, it must be something I did. So what did I do that I can put it right? Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? but the plain fact is it's not ambiguous at all if somebody stops contacting you or picking your calls or any of the other things it's their way of saying goodbye vile way of saying goodbye but it is so you shouldn't be at all ambiguous about it and you shouldn't blame yourself that's the thing that's the single biggest mistake people make they say it's all my fault no it isn't you're with some crappy person
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'm just assuming
0: this. <laughs> I know, but there's, 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 there's a time when somebody leaves, then comes back. you know yeah. when you're dumped when 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 someone is dumped, you already know your place like this is over, but now you are in a situation where you really don't know actually, if you should move forward or yeah
1: It's worse actually. Because it comes in various shades. I mean, some people disappear. And mm-hmm. then suddenly you get an email that's exactly as if nothing's ever happened. They are full on back with you again. Exactly. That's, that's pretty confusing. But then there's the people who breadcrumb. In other words, they send you little messages. They <laughs> like your posts. And you You get all hopeful. You think, wow, you know who never progresses or there's people who orbit who they're obviously there and they are you know they they like a few things on your social media or something but that's as close as they ever get yeah you get what i mean it's an awful thing to do there's actually a variation on ghosting there's caspering have you ever heard of caspering that's a new term casper is that funny little cartoon ghost Okay, uh, and he's rather funny, and so the customer is the one who sort of just sends you this little message saying, "I don't think this is working, bye." And that's it, and then, and then they don't talk to you again. Exactly. <laughs> I think they've done it well. You know, gosh, I'm so proud of myself. I sent them a good goodbye message.
0: Yeah. How do how do you move on from such? Like I said, if somebody decides that they're done with you, at least you will grieve and try to move on. But you are in a situation where you really don't know how to, to move on. Or is it now upon you to have the tough conversation and say,
1: this is not, it's not working? You know, first of all, somebody who ghosts will avoid any attempts at closure. Exactly. You want to go and talk to them. You want to find out what went wrong. You want to yeah. know... What's going on in their heads and so on, they'll resist. So the best thing to do is to conclude very swiftly that this person is not okay. Look at it in the wider context of a relationship. If you're married to someone and they disappear for three days, hey, that's really serious, you know? <laughs> exactly. And and if you're not got to the stage of being married and somebody starts doing that to you, it's really serious. So when somebody just cuts off all communication it really is serious so you have to ground yourself a bit you have to say hang on this person has avoided me for one two three days this is over even if they came back it's over (laughs) you see what i mean that's hard work and a lot of people find that a struggle but it's the only way forward out of a ghosting situation is to accept that it's happened Move on as fast as you can. Absolutely resist the temptation to blame yourself and to keep saying "What if I did this?" or "What if I do that?" You know? Just don't do it. Find somebody to uh, find a shoulder to cry on as fast as possible, and just get out of it. And 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 a, hmm, this is going to sound awful, but tell everybody what <coughs> crappy thing this person's done to you. Let it be known that this is a crappy soul, because I think it's appalling. It's, it's yeah. one of the worst things people can do in relationships, in my opinion. I mean, okay, that's not strictly true, but you know what
0: I mean. Yes, exactly. But we see it also, something that comes up with friendship. And I'm not oh, yeah. sure you've seen memes that make the situation less painful, though I don't know how you find it, because I find memes to sometimes hide the truth.
1: I I, I, I can't say... Truthfully, that I've actually read any of them. I've obviously yeah. been looking in the wrong place. But um, I mean, you're quite right. I mean, people ghost in friendships, they ghost within families. You know, cousins suddenly refuse to talk to you. Mm-hmm. People, colleagues at work ghost, you know. Uh, so it, it covers the full spectrum of all forms of relationships. You know what I mean? Exactly. So there's nothing special about full on relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. It's just something crappy people do. One of the problems is that somebody who ghosts promptly rationalises their behaviour. It's called cognitive dissonance, you know. I like to think I'm a good person, but I've just done something really rather nasty. So in order to live with myself, I give myself 58 reasons why it was okay in this particular instance. So the chances of somebody who ghosts actually waking up and saying, I'm not a very nice person. I really ought to do something about this. I'm afraid they don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. They rationalize their behavior away. Do you you get what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Having said that, I think anybody who thinks it's okay to let down a friend or a partner or anything like that in this sort of way, seriously does need to think about themselves and why they're doing it and and maybe get some help if they think i can't change this because everything that's causing it can be fixed if for example you have a a type of avoidant personality you can fix that if you don't form good attachments you can fix that you see what i mean yeah so yeah, you should do something about it, but nobody ever does. Yeah. So, so don't hold your breath, you know, because they just don't. They convince themselves that in their particular instance, it was perfectly okay. Actually, I should say that there is there are one or two cases where it is okay. Um, if you're with somebody and you suddenly realize that they are dangerous, actually, ghosting is the only thing to do. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, don't, and don't just refuse to take their messages, actually change your phone number, you know, yeah. move into a new house, you really disappear. But, I mean, what I'm saying is that the cases where it's justified are extremely limited you know, and, and don't happen to most people. <clears throat> but now
0: when we look at the person being ghosted, I know it's hard not taking the situation personal because yeah. you've been hurt. Uh, are there like telltale signs that they should look for? And then afterwards, is there something that they can now, when do they decide to
1: now leave? Right. First of all, there are telltale signs. Um, If you are beginning to invest in a relationship and you begin to see weird behaviors, you should definitely react. Mm -hmm. It is not okay. If somebody isn't reliably in, in touch with you, for example, if somebody disappears for the weekend and it's a real struggle to get out of them what they were doing and all that type of thing, most of the people who ghost have a tendency towards that type of behavior anyway. So you see proto ghosts happening in your relationship. They just disappear for three hours and, and you don't know where they were. You go. Yeah. Um, If they're just a little bit weird in the relationship, they obviously feel a bit uncomfortable getting close. That's another warning sign. Mm -hmm. Or if you see anything that suggests that they are willing to be unkind to people, like waiters or something. Mm -hmm. I I would take all of those sorts of things very, very seriously. And I personally think and if you're getting even faintly serious with somebody, whether as a friend or a spouse, um, honesty and openness and availability and good communication are vital. And if you don't see those, then cut loose anyway. Mm. Now, in the specific case of being ghosted, you, you suddenly realize it's 48 hours since you've heard from them and they're definitely online, but they're not picking <clears> up. It's over. Just, just instantly make a decision. Make an executive decision. In other words, say to yourself, I'm not going to tolerate this sort of behavior, even if this person is actually quite nice. (coughs) It's not okay. Mm. Does that make sense? It's about taking the decision quickly. But the decision making is usually the toughest. But you you know, you, you know, you know the concept of red flags in relationships yeah if you see a red flag don't think twice well we're talking about red flag territory here mm-hmm. if you see the sorts of behavior that make you think this person is not reliable that's a sufficient reason not to be in any sort of relationship with them long be- before you get dumped
0: someone who's already committed and they're, or, or already in the journey perhaps in marriage or it's way deep and i guess you already accepted the situation, <laughs> you accepted that this person is not going to change. Is there anything to lessen their struggle?
1: No, not really. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about a relationship that's gone on for years and there's a mortgage and children involved, it's going to be ugly no matter what. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And I and, know and it, it um, obviously, in hindsight, you should have seen it coming, but in practice, no one ever does. Exactly. And so all you can do is, you know, draw on all the resources you can to help you get over it. You know, spend a lot of time with your family, spend a lot of time with your friends, talk to a counsellor. Mm-hmm. Anybody who came to me and said, my spouse, my boyfriend, my girlfriend has just done this, they get a huge amount of sympathy from me. I think you can guess. Because like I said, I don't mince my words with this. I think somebody who can just leave a relationship leaving somebody high and dry is just too awful for words yeah. they're not they're not real human beings and I would definitely put it about. I would definitely let everybody know what they've done yeah. has, You know there has to be a good use of a gossip so that's
0: and that's a good thing maybe too. To hear from, because I think when you're looking at red flags, we are looking at is the person too aggressive or is the person showing maybe jealousy fits here and there? Um, is the person not communicating? But we forget that uh, ghosting can actually
1: be a red flag, which is good yeah, to know. Absolutely. You and, know, i tell you where all this comes from.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: basically most people have a belief that finding the person they're going to marry somebody they're going to have a serious relationship with is a very difficult job they think there are a vanishingly small number of people out there Mm -hmm. and so when they've got someone who is a potential they don't want to let them go now the plain fact of the matter is the reverse is true Something like half the people who pass you in the street would happily marry you on the spot and would be really, really good company for the rest of your life. There's loads of people to choose from. So if you have if you want to think in terms of the right approach towards relationships, it's a screening process. So what you do is when you first meet someone, you start watching for weird behaviors, and the split second you see anything weird, you just stop them. You just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And the ideal is to do the screening before you even get to the point of calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Because leaving a relationship at that stage is easy, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because you haven't actually got one yet. But, you know, think that, uh, I suppose, the marker, this is going to sound awfully old-fashioned, but mm-hmm. the marker is probably kissing somebody. Mm-hmm. You really ought to know before you kiss them whether or not they're a good person. So if you actually start to think about, I'd actually quite like to kiss this person, you should have done all that before you get there. Yeah, yeah. It's the actual purpose of small talk. Everybody says, oh, I hate small talk. They don't actually realise what it's for. You see, think about it like this. Let's pretend you and I meet at some do, one of these places where the tables are very tall and they've got nuts on, you know? And we start chatting. now. You and I chatter away. And if I've got an ounce of common sense, I ask you all the important questions. And in the first two or three minutes, I've probably ruled you out several times over. And so we end up saying, have a nut, Bye bye. And, you know, it's very easy, isn't it? Now do that every time you meet someone. The ones that survive, you could marry them on the spot. Yeah. You get the idea. You just have to be having the right sort of conversation. Now, that's a big mistake that people make in the dating process. They don't rule out. They try to rule in. Mm. So, if so this you this playing wrong. Yeah. You see, you, you chat together and this person shows an indication they'd like to go out. So you say, wow, great, off you go. But then if you thought about it, you think, I don't think I ought to be doing this because actually they're not a good fit. So don't waste any more time. So number one mistake is you don't meet enough people. Number two mistake is you don't ask them the right questions. And And what uh, will the right questions be, (laughs) Chris? Well, they're, they're remarkably easy, actually, because you think about how you do make small talk. I mean, yeah. the first thing most people ask is, what do you do for a living? You know, where do you work? What do you do? Now, you can learn an incredible amount from the way people talk about their jobs. Yeah. You can guess their salary. You can guess how effective they are at their job. Are they on a good career or are they, are they failures? You know, Very swiftly, you've you learned an enormous amount and they've just told you where they work and what they do and you guessed their age and da-da-da-da-da. You can ask really cheeky questions. You know, you can say, imagine you, you can say to some guy you're talking to, and where does your wife work? Mm -hmm. Well, instantly he'll tell you whether he's married. Now, try having the same conversation, you know, in a bar somewhere, and you'll lie. But it's okay if if you're small talking. Mm -hmm. Is this making sense? makes sense, yeah. And if you start talking about, so what do you do at the weekends, you know and they start telling you about their collection of AK-47s, well, then you know you're up against a weirdo. So yeah. You see the idea? Yeah. Well, I, I think you can rule out the ghosters the same way. If you smell something a little bit weird about this person, don't go any further. But one could argue that in in, in, in a
0: system where we constantly get emails or you get lots of messages in your WhatsApp, one could argue that maybe they did not, Actually, see your message, (laughs) and I don't know. People have excuses for almost everything. So uh,
1: it is, uh, it is vaguely true what you say, but it's not enough because, for example, a couple who are serious about one another Mm -hmm. set up special ringtones on their phones, and they pin their messages to the tops of the list, and. You get the idea. There's no way you can ever miss a message from somebody you care about, mm-hmm. because there's only really two possibilities: either you're weird, or you're mm-hmm. deliberate. You know, if, if you're with somebody, you look at mm-hmm. their messages. I, I think the big problem is that it's called the illusion of normality. We can we try to convince ourselves that everything's all right, and that it is a mistake, and that they're not well or It's not true. It just isn't true. It's never true. My wife used to work with an organisation that trained girls in the slums to protect themselves against sexual violence. (laughs) And one of the key things they taught was to be aware of a developing situation so that long before something starts to happen, you've already left. You see what I mean?
0: yeah
1: and it's a hundred percent right what they used to teach that most of the time you can see a potentially bad situation long before you actually get involved in it and in their particular case they were talking about you know imagine a girl who's going down some alley and there's three or four not too nice looking guys she's got to pass close to maybe she should turn around and go another way Well, the same is true in relationships. You're with this person. They're doing a few things that aren't entirely nice, but you carry on. How do we go about the tough
0: conversations? Because at one point, Chris, I think that we will not... You want to leave, yes, but you need to have that conversation. Or does it mean that sometimes silence is the best answer?
1: (laughs) Silence is never okay. Seriously, it's never okay. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it's a it's a dreadful walk, walking out. From this is a dreadful form of cowardice. Yeah. In life. Um, if if you are honest, if you are the person who is thinking about ghosting, if you're honest with yourself, you you couldn't do it. Yeah. So, I don't think. Apart from the case of you know potential for real violence, there's never an excuse ever, ever, ever. So if you realise that a relationship is not working, you should own up. You should say to this person that you're going out with, "Look, I'm so sorry, but I don't actually think this is working, and it's not your fault. It's my yeah. fault." You know, you do it nicely, yeah. But you let you leave the person in no doubt it's it is over it is over yeah yeah and it doesn't have to be all histrionics you know at the end of the day first of all both parties should be looking for the out all the time i know that sounds awful but what i'm saying is it's better to leave a relationship sooner rather than later if you ever talk to people, old people, about relationships, they always regret the ones that lasted too long. Mm. So so the trick is that if you begin to realize that a relationship is not going well, you should be out of it like yesterday. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because the earlier you say it's not working, the easier it is. To live. Yeah. So really what I'm trying to say is that there's a whole range of skills that people want to have before they ever even think about having relationships. And the first is they need to be assertive. They need to be willing to know what they want and to say what they want. Mm -hmm. And, And they need to know what the criteria are that say this is a good versus this is a bad relationship. And as soon as they begin to realize there's something wrong, they should say so, you get what I mean. Yeah, and on the other side, the person who's been ghosted—if you start to see signs that this person isn't good at relationships or disappears and is flaky—go, save yourself the bother. Council of perfection. Nobody ever does these things. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the illusion of (laughs) normalcy. We kid ourselves, yeah, we do. We kid ourselves that everything's all right. but you know, you think about it. If you were wandering around in the the Rift Valley about 100,000 years ago, and you heard a lion's shuffling, sort of little, (laughs) you'd run, wouldn't you? you? The most important thing to summarize is that, first of all, people who ghost are not very nice people. So if you've been ghosted, don't blame yourself. This person should not have done this. I don't care what the reason why the relationship ended. I don't care what the reason is. They should not have done it. So don't blame yourself. Just accept reality and move on as fast as possible. And next time, be sure that you spot all the signs that say somebody might do it again much earlier and cut the relationship off much earlier. Remember what I said a minute ago. There are a lot of people out there who'd love to be in a relationship with you. Just make sure you meet lots and lots of people and you will meet them and they'll be good to you. See, so, the, like, I often say the biggest single mistake people ever make you know, is they don't meet
0: enough people. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. What I'd love you to do is to pick out what stood out for you in today's conversation and tag me at Postgradspace on Instagram or Pgradspace on Twitter don't forget to subscribe as well and to rate and to review this podcast till next time ciao